Last time that the Blues played, they wouldn't have thought this would be the last time that they played. There's the siren for the full-time as it comes back to knock. Goes this time left to Rico Uwani. Back it goes to Plummer and Harry Plummer kicks it in and touch. It's all over. The Blues have won their fifth match in Super Rugby Aotearoa in 2020. They've won convincingly on the scoreboard by 32-21. to 21. Patrick Tuipulotu, then captain of the Blues. And as I said, I recorded this interview about an hour ago now. A disappointing way to finish it all, mate. Yeah, you see that. Uh, a, lot of the, a lot of us are quite sad that it's finished like this. But I think if we reflect back and look, look at what we've done and what we've achieved as a group, I think we can be pretty proud and, and happy with what we've done. Uh, we, just, we just had our, uh, our last sort of Blues meeting over Zoom and I think that was quite sombre being his uh, last one and there's really no chance of saying goodbye in person which made it even more more sad for us <laughs> oh I, f- I fully understand that we had yeah. the same kind of thing yeah. when um, radio sports shut down as well it just feels a bit empty doesn't it mate yeah exactly uh, um, yeah I'm sort of get quite lost for words when you sort of try to put that into into perspective uh, comparing it to what a lot of other people have gone through and um, look for us we can be proud and, and happy with what we've achieved yeah look and, and, and that's perfectly okay too because you know you invest so much emotional energy in it and that's the connection you have with all your teammates and things You're, you know you connect on all kinds of levels as well and so yeah it must, must just feel a bit flat that's perfectly natural isn't it yeah well thinking back like we're from the first lockdown um, quite well prepared for this and to actually be going through it again is quite funny but um yeah we have to look forward now and um pat ourselves on the back but keep moving forward patrick how did the week um play out um so you know just close like monday or tuesday i suppose you were thinking you're playing the game so just to you know just to unfold that for us yeah so uh being a sunday game usually would come in on a tuesday but since we had the bye week last week we uh had an extra day on monday so we decided to come train on monday have Tuesday off and um, when did we get notified Tuesday night or Wednesday night? I think it was Tuesday wasn't it? Yeah. Tuesday night yeah so we're preparing to come in and train on Wednesday and uh, Tuesday night obviously we got told we were going into lockdown on Wednesday we had to train by ourselves do our own thing and um, sort of wait, wait it out really. Um, a couple of scenarios that have been put forward to us about playing in Dunedin and possibly playing at Hamilton. Um, so we're pretty much waiting by the phone every every hour of each day. Um, and then obviously prepare for the scenario that if we went to level three, that, that there'd be no game. And if we went down to level two, that possibly would be playing in Dunedin or, or Hamilton. Obviously it was the latter. And um, level three means no game. So here we are. And... Um, season's over. Yeah, I know. Look, I mean, we've still got that game, of course, this afternoon, but even though it wasn't the final of the competition, your game against the Crusaders, it, it, it felt like a final to the competition, if you know what I mean. Yeah, in terms of our mindset, that's how we, uh, that's how we planned it out. Um, obviously, we had to do a good job against the Highlanders, and we sort of said that would be a semi-final for us, and to have the Crusaders at home is set up very well. Um, for our last game to be like a final and um, that's how we were looking at it um, obviously Crusaders did well to win the competition um, 
with a game in hand and I think for us to finish off at home against the Crusaders side in a full even pass that would have popped it all off um, but it wasn't to be. Patrick Tuipoloto with us, Blues captain. Um, there's one of the questions I got written down. Going out, running out to those big crowds when, when the stadium is full like that, with that very first game and things, it must be a completely different feeling for you. It must be really uplifting. Very. Uh, it's a different atmosphere. Um, although I've never played in an empty stadium, I've played close to an empty stadium, but uh, it's, it's very uplifting running out to a full Eden Park, a big crowd. Um, it's almost gives you more energy as you run out there and any time you hear the big crowd roaring uh, it uplifts you even more and to think that we're going to play with no crowds after the first lockdown and to go into a sellout at Eden Park it's something great and especially for Super Rugby up here in Auckland um, I think it felt like a lot of people were waiting out for that and it was just something special uh, for us as a group and for Auckland and New Zealand as a whole, really. I totally agree with you. And, and you know, I know that a lot of people will probably sit there and go, hey, you lost a couple of games, you didn't win the competition. But just park, you know, those facts for a side, because they are facts. The fact of the matter is, is that you've you've done something to this isthmus, this place and this population. All of a sudden, the Blues are it again, man. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think the vision for us was always to play well and get some success there, but then... Off the field, I think the vision is even bigger. Uh, for us, we talk about um, having something. We talk about a mantra, blue everywhere, and that's not just limited to Auckland and the Northland, North Harbour region. It's all of New Zealand and all of the world. Uh, it's a big vision, but I think for us to get the start where we've done well in the last however many months in this year, uh, it's only a start. But for us guys who are still here, and driving that vision, it's uh, it's something that gets us moving and looking forward to, to trying to uplift it. Might be a dumb question, but how much more fun is it when you are having success? You're playing well on the field, the results are going your way. Can you? I mean, what I'm asking is, can you really feel it when you go to training and things? Well, definitely. Uh, obviously, my time at the Blues hasn't always been uh, with this much success. Um, it certainly makes a different when, a difference when you're winning on Saturday. You turn up Monday morning with a diff, not a different mindset, but uh, and a better attitude towards things. Uh, the vibe around um, camp is, is awesome, whereas compared to my first couple of years, uh, not very many good results. Turn up to camp and it almost feels like you're just going through the motions, which is hard because you're not trying to do that. You're trying to turn up with the right attitude and, and whatnot. But if you're losing week in, week out, it's definitely tough. And um, I feel for the Chiefs, we've been in that spot a lot. And uh, I think the, the leadership group there has done well to to keep going and keep their head up because it's a tough thing. Patrick Tuipoloto is with us on the DRS. Speaking of leadership, you seem to have really thrived with that captain's armband on this year. Yeah, oh, it's not just me. Uh, I've got a very good group behind me. There's a small leadership group, but they uh, they do a lot of the work, and I get a lot of the credit for what they do. So, uh, in terms of the leadership there, everyone's got a job to do, and um, I suppose on the face of that, 
And also your own form, and I know you'll probably talk this down, but, you know, you've, you, I mean, people have been talking about it. You know that uh, you, you've, you started off like a rocket and you've been playing some of your best rugby. Do you feel like you have been? Yeah, I definitely do. I think at the start of the, the Super Rugby, I tell you what I was, sort of dipped down sort of through the middle when we had our losses, but uh, definitely one of my better years uh, throughout my career. Um, my body seems to be lasting uh, well, lasting a lot longer than what it usually was used to. I think that's a credit to um, what our trainers and our coaches have put us through through uh, that uh, that post-lockdown period in terms of training and getting everything right in terms of the rugby content. Um, and I think just as I'm getting older, I seem to be getting wiser and a bit smarter <laughs> with what I'm doing. <laughs> Good on you. Well, that comes with age and experience, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely does. I think I've had some uh, growing up to do and the last couple of years I've managed to do that. Happily, I can say. Um, but look, I've had a, a lot of good mentors over the, over my years, and I think my time with Tana has certainly um, certainly helped me along the way. Uh, obviously, he's he was head coach, and he's sort of stepped down into assistant coach the last two years, and I think I've had a good relationship with him over the last couple of years through that. And I think last year we sort of grew that in terms of. When I stepped up into the leadership captaincy role by myself, he was there to help me. And like one thing I struggled with, I found, was was obviously talking to the ref and trying to put my foot forward there. And he's the one who actually told me to back myself with how I usually am. And it's been calm and not really being assertive. Uh, he's shown me a few pointers about how to talk to the ref and uh, get things going our way. Without having having to yell at a ref or or be um, disrespectful or anything uh, like that, yeah, yeah. be disrespectful and sort of be the opposite side of a ref. And uh, I've certainly learnt a lot from Tana, Tana, and obviously uh, the coaching group there, TC and Leon. They've done an awesome job with running the cutter as well. Mm, TC's done yeah. an awesome job running our our forward pack, and it's certainly made my job easier as a captain to to lead around the park and, and make a few decisions here and there. Well, go from the DC, uh, the TC to the DC, rather. Was Dan going to get on the field in this last game? Uh, good question. I don't know. I, I, I remember talking to the coaches and they're, so they're going to name a team on, they were going to have a team selection meeting on Tuesday afternoon. And I remember Monday at training, a couple of the coaches came up to me saying that they're going to have a head of trying to pick this team because everyone was ready and fit for selection so uh, about DC I don't know uh, it's, it's probably in the coach's brains but he, I think he was ready to he was ready for selection what's the next two weeks got I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry for interrupting what's the next two weeks got for you with the bubble and things because the north-south match is still there it may be it may be moved it may be delayed a week obviously you're going to be involved in that so how does the next couple of weeks pan out yeah so i Got to take a bit, bit of time to myself. Obviously, with lockdown, we have that. Um, I've got to keep training and stay fit, and uh, I've got to keep the back of my mind on a bit of rugby as well as at the same time switch off from it. Uh, a lot of uncertainty, but I think I'm lucky enough that I've 
got a few outlets with a home gym and uh, a partner that that came to train um, to keep me busy and, and switched off, as well as try to stay fresh at the same time. Enormously proud of the way you played this season. I really hope that that's rewarded and we do get an international season and your name gets recalled again. The idea that you know you might run out in a black jersey again, how just how awesome would that be? Well, it'd be great for for us, especially here in New Zealand. I think with what we've all gone through, I think an international uh, with the All Blacks would be would be great. Um, it would be a great way to finish off the year <laughs> that we've had. Um, but saying that, it's We've got to be prepared for the worst and hope for the best. So, uh, if it does come around, I'd be happy to represent my country and, and all those people here. Very proudly. Well, congratulations on what's been a really a big season for you and for the team as well. Just one final question. I don't I don't understand the, the language, but when at the end of the game and you're interviewed by Sky Sport, what are the few words that you say in Samoan? Oh, it's just really to greet everyone that's watching. Uh, not only everyone here, but everyone back in Samoa and, and internationally, wherever they're watching from. And uh, really just to thank everyone for watching and, and say hello. And it's really a, a greeting and it's to pay homage to really all, all people of Samoan descent and everyone in the Pacific Islands who are watching from home. Because uh, I'm not fluent in Samoan, but I've started learning and just on the journey, I've sort of, sort of felt like I've, I need to give back more. And part of that was being able to uh, thank people and greet people, especially in, in an after-match setting where uh, a lot of our culture is based on gratitude and respect and humility. So I think for the best way for me to give back was to start doing that. And um, it's actually taken on quite a um, positive impact. I remember speaking to TJ... Peter Nellard, um, when we played them down there, and he said um, after I did that, he sort of felt the same way, and he got stuck into awesome, awesome his, his mouldy greetings as well. So yeah, it's uh, fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. It, it feels so New Zealand when you do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, we're tossing up with a. I should do it, learn some mouldy as well to um, to greet people in, in another language as well. But I suppose I'll get there one day. The more fluent I get, the more learning I do. Oh, thanks very much for spending so much time with us. What a bummer the season's ended the way it has, but really look forward to whatever we get uh, you know, in the next few months, and hopefully that's you in an all-black jersey too. Thank you so much, Patrick. No worries. Thank you. Martin Devlin.